you can go to, um, and I always mess this up, I'm 87% sure it's Montreal, and see the shrine uh, for St. Isaac Jogues and Jean de Brebeuf. I don't, does anyone know if I have that right? Somewhere in Canada, okay. Um, but uh, they were Jesuits who came here uh, to bring the gospel. Um, there were at least two priests and at least six lay people. Uh, the numbers to me were quite unclear. But either way, what we know is this, that they arrived and planted a seed of the gospel that did take root. But it took root mostly after they died. Uh, their first visit to the U.S., uh, Isaac Jogues in particular uh, suffered a uh, horrible fate by worldly standards. Uh, they had decided, the leaders of the Iroquois and the Mohawk, that he was bringing bad um, magic with him. And some of that was simply a result of smallpox, uh, which they had never experienced before. But be this as it may, uh, they uh, tortured him in ways that would be hard to describe. But one thing they had noticed is when priests prayed mass, they hold the host. You remember those days with these two fingers? And so they treated those two fingers very specially, and so they removed his thumbs. And they uh, peeled all of the muscle and skin off of these fingers until they were just bone. And then they made him a slave for a year. He lived among them half naked and on the brink of starvation. Uh, he was forced to work for them, but something he had recorded in his journals that he did joyfully because Jesus slaved for us. A couple of things during that first captivity, which tells you how well this goes, the first captivity, um, one of his torturers got sick, and so he snuck into the man's tent in the night and prayed over him, and the man was healed. Uh, another incident was re recorded of him diving into a freezing river to save a pregnant uh, Native American woman who had fallen in. It was these acts of kindness and his faithfulness to the work he was assigned that somewhat opened the hearts of his captors to trade him to uh, the Europeans who were there trading furs, and so he went home. Uh, and when he went home, the first thing he did was apply to Rome to get permission to celebrate mass without these fingers, because you can't, particularly back then. Even now, uh, you can't ordain a man without those digits. As soon as he got permission, he came back. And uh, he and his companions continued to walk that very area and preach the gospel and to bring people to Christ. Um, they ended up killing him and martyring him and the other priests and all the lay people who were there. And again, you can go see the spot where they were killed. There's a large church there. I skipped the grotesque stuff, believe it or not. I think in the end, as I was praying this morning, I thought of what makes me complain to God, and I felt pretty awkward about the whole thing. Yeah? Um, literally this morning, I woke up 
and I immediately had a kind of fear. Like, I, I'm okay, I'm, I'm tired, and the schedule is super full. And I, I started, Lord, you gotta help. And of course he will. But just to be clear, I don't anticipate being tortured and made a slave at any point today, although I haven't checked my messages. Uh, yeah. And I don't say that to down my worries or pains, not at all. The Lord wants all of it. But I do think that whatever suffering you or I get to endure because we love Jesus, it's better than the sufferings I endure because I sin. It's better than the sufferings I endure because I'm broken. And I offer that to the Lord. So today I'm gonna ask us to think about maybe why we suffer, because sometimes it's because we love. Sometimes we suffer because we love Jesus or because we love our family or because we love God and we wish we would do better. But whatever it may be, suffering is inevitable in this life. And leave it to our Lord then to make suffering a means of holiness. To not say, okay, then I'm going to take all your sufferings because then we would be weak. But to say, I'm going to teach you how to use your sufferings to get closer to me. St. John Paul II put it this way. Christ entered human suffering and transformed it into something beautiful and holy. And that was written by a man who had been arrested by the Nazis, had been run over by a truck, had been shot two different times, who had watched his family get murdered by the Nazis. He wasn't writing from a crystal palace. He was writing from a broken and faithful heart. So today, these are our ancestors, spiritually, huh? These are our ancestors, and they were loving, strong people who were confident, not in their power, but in the power of God in them. And may what is said of them be said of us. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord.